G'day, my name's Phil DeCruz. I'm back with Cruising with Phil after a long hiatus on the election. And I love the back of good guests. I first met him on the interview on Todd, right? Yeah. Robert Zakowski for Young for All, which has now been passed and approved. Yes. And now we're welcoming a special edition. Today we're celebrating Robert Zakowski's blog. For the last 10 years, he's been blogging. That's quite the accomplishment there, Robert. Hey, Robert, how you doing? <laughs> doing good, thanks you. <laughs> That's good. I want to do this because I just want to. I got your blog on my uh, my bike website there, but uh, can you tell people what your what your blog is called? Yeah, so uh, the blog started uh, about uh, ten years ago, as you mentioned, uh, when uh, a friend of mine from university uh, he uh, wants me to uh, write some stuff about uh, a different topic called uh, political health. Uh, so there's a group called Heal for Life. Um, yeah, two brothers started up. Uh, they dissolved it around 2016 because uh, they had a lot of stuff going on. But then, like, as I was starting to write uh, stuff, I ended up getting uh, more involved with the uh, bike advocacy scene. Uh, and then by the time Heal for Life dissolved, I rebranded the blog called uh, Two-Wheel Politics because I felt that it brought together my two main passions of uh, cycling and politics. Oh, okay, okay. So, did, so let me get to show you Starting, did you start uh, working with bike advocates before the blog or after the blog? I you started your blog. Uh, I was just getting started by the time I started writing. Okay, so what motivated you to do the blog in the first place? Like, did you back then? Did you say you can see yourself doing this for the next five or six years? Back then, did you thought like that? Like, I'll continue on, or was just yeah. kind of a spur of the moment yeah. thing? Yeah, so as I mentioned, uh, a friend of mine from university uh, encouraged me to uh, start writing it. And then, like, I guess uh, I've been uh, hooked uh, ever since. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I just I just saw your your, uh, your new, your recent one. You went to, um, up to Hamilton area? Yeah, so um, I uh, took my uh, bike on the go train to uh, Kitchener, uh, had a, a Friday off uh, at work. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate that... Uh, you cannot uh, take the go train to Kitchener on the weekends, but you can uh, during the work week. Okay, I didn't know that. And, yeah, and then like with uh, my partner and I, we uh, did the uh, Bradford to Port Dover rail trail and a few others uh, like early in the pandemic. Um, I found out that there's this uh, Cambridge to Paris and Hamilton to Brantford. And for a while, I was thinking like, wouldn't it be cool if I did the, the two together with one shot and yeah, last Friday I finally got to do it. Um, you took like hundred fifteen. Uh, oh, so you took like six? You said six or seven hours to get it done. It was about six, six and a half hours um, of just riding, and then an hours of worth of uh, breaks. Oh, that's good. Did you uh, did you stay overnight there, or did you come back back? No, I came back uh, to Toronto the same day. Oh, did you? Okay, wow. So how was that? How that feel doing all that? You're quite the uh, I I read your blogs. You're quite the uh, detailed guys. Like uh, you're like a stats guy, you know. It's like where do you get the uh, where do you get all that information from? Like do you just you I know you do a lot of counting and analyzing yourself, but uh, do you get you based on anything yourself, or you just do it on your own? Yeah, so like I'll write a lot of stuff uh, based on my own observations, but um, I'll also uh, do some checking online uh, to make sure I got my facts straight. Oh, but cool. yeah, uh, math was always my uh, strong subject uh, back in the middle of oh, uh, high school, uh, your first thing. Yeah, I was an artist. They say, what do you need math for? <laughs> you know, so 
So I was gonna uh, I was gonna ask you about your blog there. Um, now your blog's available on your on your uh, Twitter and your Facebook, and and you, do you have your own website? Yeah, so the website's called uh, www.twowheeledpolitics.ca. Okay. And, and uh, I and I share that. it on the other platforms like uh, Mastodon, the Blue oh, Sky, yeah. and the yeah, Threads. Like uh, Twitter's been going down the toilet. Now they're called X. What up? Oh, yeah. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. Did you try? I, I, I did. Uh, I'm on Tumblr, too. I did Tumblr. Have you done Tumblr? Uh, no, I never use Tumblr. Okay, I was going to ask you. So, uh, I was going to is there um, do you have is there a chat part like can people like uh call or like chat into your uh your 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 website like if you had any questions to ask you stuff like that? Uh, I thought people will just uh, message me uh, via email or um, by reply to uh, when I share a post on the social media. Okay, I was gonna ask you. Do you have a, a sign up for your blog? Like I know, like like Jennifer has a sign up for her Toba Good Boy. She you subscribe to it. Do you have that for your for your blog? There is a subscribe uh, section on my blog on okay. the right hand side. Okay, okay, didn't see that. I'll have to go back and check it out there. So uh, that's great. So how's it feel getting the young parole? I didn't have your last interview. I knew you were busy working, so I had to get a proxy for you. So I had a proxy for you to fill in for you. <laughs> Yeah, but, so uh, I saw that that Robin <laughs> thought, oh, it was me and Mozzie. <laughs> that little I got to get you. Had to get you back for the other one. <laughs> but anyways, oh, uh, yes. how, so now that I got you, how did it feel getting the past? Or no, no, I was what I remember you text you you Twitter me back then, and you said it's gonna get passed, and I was busy doing something. I got on the got on the uh, web on the TV and watching the uh, the council. I was like, yes, yes. You know, I felt so good for you guys, not just me, but. Just happy it passed with the biking, but especially you guys walk talking with you guys in the interview, you, Robin, Albert, a whole bunch, and Allison, all you just you know, it's just felt good seeing all the work you guys have done and all the volunteering and all the hours you spent just paid off so nice to see, you know. It's just a nice, like a nice relief. Like a, so how did how did you feel after you got passed? You know, I remember there's a little bit of edge with uh former mayor tourists talking about extending the uh the uh survey or something, right? <laughs> remember? Uh he wanted to extend the pilot and was apparently putting a lot of pressure on the rest of council to do so. Yeah. And yeah, ironically, it was him who wanted to shorten the pilot uh, yeah, until well, remember, uh, January. Yeah. So how you explain that one? I was in the I was in my car and I got your tweet. I was like, what, what are you talking about? Like, he he like you said he wanted to shorten it. What is he doing now? What is he extending it for? <laughs> it's already a but, success. But yeah, I, got, I, I was uh, so happy that uh, the majority council uh, threw his uh, request to extend the pilot out the window. Um, and when shortly after uh, Tory resigned, like Tory couldn't have uh, done a lower note on road safety than uh, by asking for the pilot to be extended. Yeah, because it already did the research, right? All the research really done. I asked a question you, uh, they already done the research on the blur lines, blur extension, like before they well before they extend it from the Danforth, that's already been done and proven and surveyed and they see it's a success less traffic accidents and fatalities so i don't know why they just take that part and just relate it to this part i mean anywhere you drive it's dangerous but as soon as you cut down with bike lanes it's a proven effect you know improve safety right yeah however i i should mention that uh, with that a uh, young of uh, votes uh, and also with the most recent of uh, lord such uh, to uh, six points uh, 
I have noticed uh, a lot more of resistance than with uh, some other um, Lord Danforth uh, motions. Oh, you're talking about I, the, uh, sorry, go ahead, sir. Yeah, because, um, yeah, there's this Trevor Townsend guy. Uh, he uh, was putting up these uh, No Young Street bike light signs and then later did this uh, Key Toronto uh, moving uh, website. I know. I don't like usually, and, I don't like, sorry, I don't like usually, uh, I know what you mean. I don't like usually making any comments about somebody like that in a negative way, but I want to just point some people to know that you were there at the deputations with Robin. Mm -hmm. I watched the whole thing. This guy named Trevor Howard, he was there twice. He went there twice, right? The same guy. Yeah, I don't know if he spoke twice, but like I know he spoke at least once. And I remember uh, right after Robin Richardson uh, did her uh, great deputation, he was giving out these leaflets that claiming uh, Robin needed to declare a conflict of interest because of her Happy Feet's business, which was ridiculous. He gave a leaflets, really? Oh, I'm God. dead serious. <laughs> yeah, but this, here's the thing. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm bringing up serious. I don't I don't like I don't like people, especially people that are advocacy for Viking, and they put these these false false accusations because you remember what happened at the end of the deputations they asked the uh, police chief to do his uh, results of the surveys and you see what he said he says it's proven of facts that bike lanes do not slow down uh reactions for calls for 911 or police or whatever right he said that right and maybe wait right. sorry go ahead what you said no i said that's right <laughs> And what made me laugh is all of, not just his deputations, this guy Howard, but other people came up and said the same thing. And I was sitting there on TV at home watching, going, "Wait a minute!" I, and I did my own surveys too because I talked to Robert about it, and I talked to people in the fire services. I know personally well, ex-military guys and women and police services, and they all told me the same thing. They said it does not make a big difference, maybe a fraction of a second, but that's it. So when they this Howard guy came on, did it? I think he he was on twice. I remember, and then other people came on. And, on all their facts and figures, this thing, but they took their own polls and their surveys. And I said, you know what? As soon as the chief came on, he that went out right the window. Now that just that's all false. Even during the election, they started the whole anti-bike thing, right? What was it called? Anti. No, yeah. So for Young Street, they just had those um, no Young Street bike lane signs. But then yeah. um, a few months later, uh, Trevor Townsend did this uh, website called uh, Keep Toronto Moving. Yeah, which. Yeah. It's ridiculous. If you want to uh, get traffic moving, you need fewer cars and uh, get more people walking, cycling, and taking public transit. I don't understand why this guy's making all this false accusation because the police chief, I mean, the fire chief already put the survey in there. It was right there on paper. He already had the survey. This is his results compared to these guys and doing their false. I mean, sometimes we create things to create a motive. You know, like this whole thing with the anti campaign with the election with the banking thing. And a few of the Americanists signed on to that, you know, a few of them supported mm -hmm. him, you know, and I just say, you know, that's spice. You don't want that's that's your right to vote that way, but you're basing your support on false documents, false stats, right? That's like saying, Robert, you did this whole survey to Hamilton. You said this, this is this is a good place, this is a good place to stop, but no, it's not. They're actually danger zones there. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> saying the opposite, right? So just to put that out there, I don't like didn't only don't like bring it up, but what he did, but I didn't know about the whole thing with the, the uh, leaflets. To, uh, I don't. What is that a conflict of interest? Her company. I don't mean. What does mean? What does it have to do with biking? And what he's anti-biking. <laughs> well, he th he thinks that like uh, having the bike lanes that uh, would boost her Happy Feet's business. Oh, okay. Like, so, what about the other companies that 
boost bike. What about Cycle Toronto? What about uh, curbside? Uh, what are they? Curbside? <laughs> yeah, curbside. Those? There's a lot of stories. I just want to know why why particularly he picked on hers. And she's an she's an electric bike electric bike company. <laughs> you know, it's not gas. It's not pedaled or anything. It's a totally different. For her, like it'd be the opposite, make the relaxation taking the electric bikes out there rather than you know struggling. But I don't understand why he picked. Is there a reason why he singled her out out of all the other companies? Yeah, I don't know if he's uh, tried to be a sexist uh, or what it is. Uh, but yeah, I once I saw the stuff on Twitter at the leaflets, I, I thought it was just downright uh, unprofessional. And yeah. that just goes to show how increasingly desperate the cycling opponents have been getting. Yeah. That's true. That is right. But I find it's funny. That I even talked to those count those mayor candidates. I know the three or four that support him. I told him, I said, you're basing your support on false, uh, false stats. I told him exactly, exactly what I just did on the interview here or talk here. I said it's all false. But they were quite adamant about, you know, if they got elected, they're going to remove the bike. It would cost millions to remove bike lanes after they spent millions doing surveys and putting it in the first place. You know, I don't know. I. I You've been around. You've been around the world too, Robert. You've been around biking, right? You've been different places, rock and all that. So you've seen them. You've been to Montreal too. You've seen. I don't know what the uh, what the problem is here. I mean, we've got bike lanes approved now, extended. The young clients got young for all been approved. I don't know what the still the hassles. Why, like you said, why is it an increase of stopping bike lanes? I don't understand that. You know. Yeah, I actually got blocked uh, by one of those bike lane opponents, uh, Mark Saunders. <laughs> Oh, he blocked you, huh? <laughs> yes, uh, like early on the election campaign. <laughs> you got blocked. Hey, a lot of people got blocked this election, eh? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people got blocked by Saunders. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, some of our candidates were doing blocking too. But, yeah, I think Saunders was the most prominent. Um, I thought Brad Bradford was the <laughs> Yeah, but the good news is, like, Saunders, uh, Fury, like the two main ones, together, they got less than 15% of the vote, so yeah. it goes show that their messaging was not that effective. Well, no, I mean, like, it doesn't make sense after all the frustration of getting stuff done. You know, it's like it's like putting in a, or putting a building in this, yeah, oh, we're tired of it, but let's take it out. It costs a couple million. No big deal, but anyways. So, i got a question for you. Is now the Young for All has been extended to, uh, I was going to ask, are you going to shoot for higher and lower? Like lower down to up to up to the uh, Eglinton line or LRT. Yes, so uh, Robin will be in the better position to uh, match it where Young for All will uh, go from there. But okay. personally, I believe uh, it's short term. We need to get it up to Eglinton because yeah. uh, of the uh, plant bike lanes that'll be going there. Yeah. I, I know Eglinton today. They've had some delays with the uh, consultations. Uh, the South Allen Road's gone some uh, controversy from what I've heard. And uh, some people want to extend further, like right to Lawrence, maybe to the 401. And then oh, yeah, going... yeah. Like to fit up, 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 up to the whole subway line, up North York, Finch, and, you know, steal it all, right? That'd be perfect. Yeah, I, yeah. though I know the, in North York Center, there's some concern that uh, Lily Chang may push to have the um, reimagined Young at North York Center uh, reopened or really? to do some sort of pilot. Um, yeah, I, I know there's a campaign trying to get the bike lanes uh, stopped up there, but uh, fortunately, it has not gotten that much traction. Oh, why would like, she want to stop the bike lanes here? Well, not necessarily stop them, but I think she wanted to have a pilot. Of what? 
a pilot of the uh, bike lanes in North York Center. Oh, okay. But there's nothing, I can't think of anything that would be upsetting for bikers, like for even like an improved business, you know? Yeah, but I know that when I spoke to her opponent, uh, Marcus O'Brien Fair, uh, about the whole thing, um, he mentioned that uh, there needs to have an extension of Dorsey Beecroft first in order to have gotten uh, then Mayor uh, John Tory's uh, support. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then uh, south of Bloor, um, we need to get the uh, bike lanes extended to at least uh, Gerard, because uh, I know for a young Gerard, which covers from uh, College to Queen, College to Gerard's going to call for cycle tracks, but then Gerard to Queen, the, the focus is more pedestrianization because um, three quarters of the traffic there is pedestrian. So that's fair. What about and, do, what about extending the the, uh, the line all the way down to Lakeshore? Like, because they got bike lanes there now, right? Yeah. So, right. So, there's a short stretch from uh, Queen Ski to front that has bike lanes, but uh, I think one side's at the dorso. So, yeah, they need to upgrade those. And it'd be awesome if they could extend those up to a point to connect with Esplanade Mill at the Richmond Adelaide cycle tracks. Yeah, because that's a major area. I I bucked up there all the time when I'm coming back on the uh, uh, Goodman Trail, right? Yeah, what do you think of that curve? That what do you got? Little that curve thing they make there on Lakeshore, on like by the Queen's Key. <laughs> it's like a wavy little sidewalk thing or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. You know? Uh, so, are you talking about the wave deck? Yeah, yeah, the wave, yeah, the wave deck. Yeah. <laughs> I call the curvy thing. Yeah, yeah, the wave deck. I never go on. I just ignore it when I'm biking. <laughs> but uh, how about, uh, well, Eglinton, I just talked to somebody at the uh, work on the truck. He said they're putting they're putting in a uh, bike uh, lockers there at Eglinton and Young there. That's where they're doing for, for the, not Eglinton, sorry, Eglinton, uh, yeah, Eglinton and Young. They're, gonna put, they're putting bike lockers there. That's a proposed plan because I put a request about that. Did you hear about that? Uh this is uh, news to me, but I'd be curious if I don't like whether or not this is true. Yeah, they had a yeah, because so they had pizza. a I don't know if you, they had a consultation there, one of those you know online things, and they had a picture that I wrote back. I wrote it and I said, "Are they going to put bike?" Well, I said they want to extend the bike. They got a bike lane on exit. They want to extend the lane up to it. And I said, "Are you going to put uh bike lockers? Bike lockers? But I know they're going to put bike racks. Put park your bike there." And they he take he came back. I got the friendly name of the guy. He said they they have planned bike lockers there, storage lockers, because it's going to be a big facility in that area. I said, okay, that's good. You never heard about that? Yeah, I just, uh, this is like just a couple months ago, before the election, they were telling me, you know? So uh, they, yeah, and they said, if you have any input from the, because uh, they thought I was part of a biking coalition for some reason, they said, if you had, bring your people in for input, we value all ideas. I said, okay, let me go find some people first. I'll bring you, I'll let you know. <laughs> so Robert, you want to be my people? <laughs> and I can get involved with the, uh, Bike. Uh, how come there's the? How come there's no consultation among the bike uh, coalitions about uh, like all these plans about subways and extensions and you know, like new uh, like like Eglinton, Eglinton where I live, just just down here, it's all they have bike lanes there, right? And it's nice. It's yeah. Like I know for Eglinton, a lot of these projects, uh, the city will have uh, stakeholder beings that they'll usually reach out to. Like, Toronto, community bikeways, um, uh, the biking lawyer, and maybe some uh, other groups. The biking lawyer. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, not always clear, like, when they'll be, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Do they consult you guys before or during the projects to so their planning? 
Yeah, they'll usually try to consult uh, the stakeholders, including the flight groups, uh, ahead of the uh, public consultations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it's not like initial stakeholder meetings before the public wants to iron out some of the details. Oh, that's good, good, good. What do you think of? Uh, I had my uh, campaign there, but these uh, bike uh, vending machines, putting well, like a they, they set up like a pilot project started in the states. That's quite a success there. Yeah, instead of having a vending machine that pops chips. It's a vending machine of uh, bike parts. So, like, say you're working the midnight shift on Danforth, you're you get a flat tire and you go to the you go on your your uh, cell, find the nearest location of the bike uh, station or bike vending machine, and you go put some money in your credit card. You get a bike tire or you need air or you need something for a bike part or whatever you know, or even a snack or first aid. So I talked to some people like because like midnight workers working on the Danforth, they take the bikes all the time. They say that. Yeah, because no, there's no at that time there's nothing open around there at that time, you know. So they are stuck going to work, whatever, or going home, and they got a flat or something. They need a or need low air. They could have these vending machines. Uh, I saw. I, I tried to. Put, I put a video in my one of my pods about it. It was quite the success in the states there. What do you think of that? Like in the future, that'd be great, eh? I don't. Know. <laughs> I've heard they've already got them at the Netherlands. Um, at, oh yeah. yeah. Haven't heard anything. Haven't heard anything proposed in Toronto, but. Um, yeah, like if they're able to do it to the Netherlands, like why not to bring these uh, bike vending machines here? Yeah, I saw a picture. I put a, I put my picture. I just, I'll put it back on again. Yeah, it's like uh, they had like example. Some company in the states they started this, and they has like a like each like a each vending uh, uh, section had bike specifically bike parts or even food and first aid kits, and uh, they even have. Uh, I know they have like in Toronto they have some air stations, air air pumps. What are you looking at, Robert? <laughs> uh, sorry, I was trying to find uh, uh, some more info on these uh, vending things. How many computers you got there? <laughs> no, I've had uh, two monitors, like the one oh, on okay, my laptop okay. and an external <laughs> one. Uh, yeah, like, if I work, you have like, to have an external. You're kind of like bike, bike spot from Star Trek 4. You know, you have three <laughs> monitors. <laughs> but, okay, I'll try to find it later. <laughs> Next to the question is, how do you feel? <laughs> I don't know if you're Star Trek, man. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, it's great meeting you in person the other day at the uh, presentation there, at the park there. Yeah, it's great uh, how you come uh, all the way from Scarborough for this. Oh, I got to support you guys. You guys do my interviews. I got to show my part. I want to actually, I didn't get a chance to do the Young Pharrell video to come down to the event, the celebration. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, like, you know, tape it and put on, you know, record so people can have, because I didn't know anybody else recorded it, but I just want to make sure I get on there so you guys have a memory. And you can look back and, you know, say like 10 years from now, hey, remember we celebrated, we got the bike extension 10 years ago. Like now today's Robert's 10th anniversary blog, you know. I don't know, I think maybe a lot of big, I think it's a big deal, like writing. I've seen all your, oh, you can probably tell people like you can actually go on your blog and see all the past, all your past blogs, right? It's all recorded there. Yeah, there's a section on the right-hand side, which, uh, yeah, you could go to like 2023, 2022, uh, earlier years uh, at yeah, go by month. Oh wow! You ever thought of doing your own like, like a once in a while chat blog show, like like a video, like we're doing for yourself, where people can call in and like just stuff like that, you know, like proposals or whatever, or ask about your bike bike blog. Oh, like at AMA, um, I never had the thought of uh, doing that, but maybe I should sometime in the future. Yeah, because you like doing videos now. You just did one with Jennifer there. Like, you know, like I say, like Robert's blog on, on maybe once a month, people can call in or 
have an ideas or proposals or like they like your ideas and give some feedback and all. Because uh, I just learned from the last election, kind of, you know, this last election, the thing was lacking was people's voices in the election, what their opinions are, what matters. It was all kind of curtailed or whatever. Like even biking, like you never, guess what, you never heard anything about biking during the whole election. Is that funny? Like no plans or proposals, right? Or anybody fighting for more lanes or whatever. <laughs> it was kind of, kind of quiet. Yeah. Yeah, you mainly heard uh, from candidates who wants to rip them out. Uh, yeah, that's so right. Josh, hey, that's all you ever heard about. However, but Josh Matlow did uh, mention uh, in uh, his platform, uh, which was great. Oh, Josh? Yeah, he's well, a biker. At least about like ensuring the yeah, connected that network. Is he a biker? So he's more into a uh, transit, but uh, he's more into transit, but. Uh, at least he gets the message that uh, cycling has to be part of the transportation solution. Oh, that's good. That's good. At least he supports transport, you know. Yeah, there wasn't much heard about the yeah the anti-bike bike guys and whatever. <laughs> I don't know if you saw some of our debates. I went to like two live debates. They brought the biking up, but some of the old counselors that are running. I was like, we're all shaking our heads. We're like, really? What 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 outdated plan are you from? <laughs> it's just funny. Like we know a couple of. A couple of years to this day, someone sitting in council opposed bike lanes to this day. It's like old school, you know. Um, I was going to say, you've been, you've been to Montreal, right? A few times? Uh, yeah, I've only went there once for biking. Uh, it was the Winter Cycling Congress in 2017. Oh, okay. You did? Oh, you went to that? Okay. How was that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was uh, very good. Uh, there was like hundreds of uh, people uh, in attendance and Got to learn uh, so much about weather cycling best practices, uh, data collection, uh, advocacy, and um, I got to uh, join the Bartek Kobarowski. Uh, he used to work with Velo Quebec now with the city of Montreal, I believe, and yeah, he showed us a bunch of infrastructure around town on these fixies, which um, at the time you could not use them in Montreal during the winter. Whereas with Toronto. We have the year round. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They much of the specific laws about winter time. And like, I don't know, like over here, over here, you have an option of getting winter tired. Over there, it's a law. You don't have winter tires by a certain date, you're charged heavily over there. Uh, I don't think uh, that's why, but I heard that the Montreal Vexies will have studded tires in the winter. Yeah. They have, uh, I remember when I was living there, they, uh, they, the, uh, I got pulled over by a cop, and he's telling me in French that you need to have winter tires right now, sir. I said okay. I had winter, I had all went all round like winter tire, like all round tires, but he had that specific winter tires, or whatever. I can understand. They get a lot of snow and all. So, um, we talked about uh oh, see that's about your blog. Like when you do your blogs, like uh, and you do your research, right? Um, how long does it take you to do a blog? Because I see like I just read some of your blogs, like like. So, oh my gosh, that's a lot of that's a lot of research, a lot of writing. <laughs> you must you must narrow it down, right? You probably you'll, you'll do a lot of writing and then you put it all together. Uh, so I find it all depends on the subject. Uh, like there are times which uh, I could put something together within uh, one or two hours. Uh, there's a fellow blogger, uh, Jean Nogami, uh, biking in the big city. Um, I'm not sure if you read that, but uh, holy uh, that that he gets his uh, stuff up within one or two hours. Oh, really? Uh, so, yeah, as soon as the bike event's done, he's right on his computer uh, writing the stuff up, getting the pictures uploaded. What's his name? Young Nogami. Young and no the blog's called Biking in the Big City. Oh, is that the guy that bikes with the camera all around the city? 
he does uh bike with the camera <laughs> he talks in the video right like you, you like when he's like is that the same guy there's one guy watching I believe so. yeah he's one guy he goes he does all the paths in the city goes downtown lakeshore and all that he's he talks he says he with, with his uh with his little bike the bike bike rep bell and all that and uh that must be the same guy i think it's the same guy you're talking about yeah yeah he's got his own uh podcast right or not our uh channel blog the blog yeah but he has his own, gives his own videos and all that stuff. Yeah, he'll uh, record uh, some of the rides uh, as well. Yeah, and I guess. Best... Sorry, go ahead. And he's uh, best known for uh, writing about the Ghost Mike Memorial Ride since uh, he's been heavily involved with uh, our oh, okay. uh, advocacy for, for cyclists. Oh, okay, okay, that's good. There's another guy who does, uh, that's, there's the biking lawyer, he does that too, right? He does also videos as well. Uh, I find he'll put up a sub uh, blog post with some photos every so often, but yeah. don't really know about the video. Who's the, there's another guy that's biking Toronto. He does it's all camera, all biking all over the city. How does it? Uh, so there's different. a few. Uh, I know uh, Ben Singer will post some uh, both videos uh, every so often. That then um, there's uh, Heather Jackson and her partner Pure. Uh, they do this uh, Brompton uh, YouTube channel and they'll post uh, a bunch of videos, uh, whether it's uh, stuff around Toronto or their travels uh, on their Bromptons. I was going to ask you, Robert. Uh, last time we talked in an interview, you mentioned we're talking about your uh, your knowledge of all these the history of biking in Toronto. I talked to Albert. I think Albert said he was working on a book about the history of biking in Toronto. You ever ever thought of yourself about I don't cooperating with? Albert doing your own because you got all this information about all these. You gave me all those names last time you did the message. Can you send me these names? And you send me this whole list. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, you got all this knowledge. I don't even have these names. I mean, now I know a few because of you, but like you have all this stuff and you probably got, you know, all the dates and times. Like, have you ever thought of doing a, have you, have you ever thought of like doing a whole, like, like even like a mini book or a, I don't know, a, just a couple of pages of whatever, like a whole history? Because I think that's uh, not missing, but it's out there. You know, Albert talked about it, and you talked about it, or like a whole specific book with the history of Toronto biking, or whatever. This is not quite the, uh, you know, a few people passed away too, unfortunately. They they moved on, but they they fought for biking, and because of them, it's moved on, right? The legacy continues, right? Yes. Yeah, so I am uh, seriously considering uh, doing a book, um, but uh, in order for me yeah. to do, you so, heard it here on cruising. I'm cruising with Phil. I've got the first interview with his new book coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got to see how much content I uh, have, and uh, I need to interview uh, some more people, like especially uh, experts uh, in the field. Yeah. So, so you're I working on like, a book, full... really? Wow. Uh, I am considering it, like I, but I need to figure out like a proper outline. That though so I have experimented with like a couple of uh, ideas. Um, like one when I was reflecting on how we got the more bike lanes um, from Shots of New Twenty Sixteen, and then when I was uh, on bike lines uh, just before the pandemic began in 2020. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when in March, I was uh, reflecting on the 10 years on the blog figure and like how far has uh, Toronto come since uh, when I started getting involved and blew my mind how far we've come and how far we still have to go. Yeah, yeah, I was looking, I was talking to Al, uh, Albert, I was looking at some research after I talked to I was like, wow, man, yeah. I mean, kudos to you guys. You know, like the people before you, the stuff they struggled with, like they, Kind of set things in motion for the rest of us for the rest of you continue on but still there's still the fight continues but still like like you said it's like wow when we started off back then like you guys 10 years ago 
which just didn't even just even talk. Nobody even took it seriously. And now look at this. No bike sales has increased. New businesses like Happy Feeds has started up there. Uh, there's talk about biking taxi. I talked to Robert about biking taxis in the city. I think they did that a while back, experimenting with these these humongous framework carriages with with the their bikes. Bikes are pulling these people on in care look like horse drawn carriages or whatever, but I don't think it lasts that long. Uh, yeah, I heard there's a bike related rickshaws that uh, there's another group called the Cycling Without Age that uh, bikes um, older people around. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing stuff all around. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, Robert, you got four minutes left. Do you want to do another one right after this? Or, or, yeah, or... we could do an additional one if needed. Yeah, because I want to talk about, I know, yeah, I'm interested in your book. I like to, uh, I'll cut off in about two minutes and I'll, I'll create a new uh, meeting right after. But uh, what what got you uh, motivated to start thinking of a book? Because last time we were talking, it wasn't even that. Was it when we did the interview last? Uh, the first one was that. In, was that we already thinking about doing a book back then or not? Uh, actually, uh, I was uh, debating the possibility for at least a year because I thought, okay, I'm starting to get a lot of the content here. But um, yeah, eventually, it'd be great to put all these uh, findings in the blog so that's like. It can be a resource for other uh, advocates to look up or maybe encourage uh, those in the other cities to uh, take action. Yeah, because like like say some of the people who passed away, like you mentioned some of the names when you sent me that list, I go like, you know what? I'd love to see their name in a book. Just say, you know what? They started this part of the bike path on this area. And like their names are not forgotten because we you, you a biker coalition, you guys know all the names that people like us that just don't know who they are. And now we see, I even like, I don't know if you thought about this. I even like to see the plaque. They have this in Montreal. They have plaques out there, like, like say, like, say, like, the bike, Young for All, just for example, like, you know, like, put a sign out there. And at this point, it's extended at this point because of Robert Zakowski, and they put the bike, Young for I know you're being modest. The bike coalition started by Robert Zakowski, or with like, Young for All, including Robert, Robert, others there, because of their, their names, right? So when you, when you, like, when I was in Montreal biking, I see all, I actually read, I like reading history, especially about biking. I see all these signs. I go, oh, yeah, they started this. You know, that's amazing. And they give you a site. Or, uh, back then, they have a QR code. Now they're putting QR codes now, but back then, it was just a website. You can check it out. Yeah, it'd be great. They have, like, uh, well, they have memorials for everything. You know, they have memorials I for, <laughs> you know, be more, be more, something that's more, uh, more distinct as a biking, biking groups that started all these years. Like, give me, just, if you give me, give me a name that starts, Give me that guy. One he passed on. You told me this guy's name. I forgot. He uh, he was Alan Wade Scott. Yeah, yeah. And what is, what's his? Why is he so important to biking? I I found that uh, he was probably the advocate that uh, started it all. Uh, like it started in nineteen eighty one when he was pushing for uh, food as a fuel for uh, bike couriers uh, to deduct on their income taxes. Oh, okay. And, he persevered for like 16, uh, 18 years. Uh, like 1998, the he finally well, gets the CRA, and that's why couriers are allowed to deduct uh, food as a viola today. Oh, because of him? Yes. Uh, oh, well, see, I didn't know that. That's great. I love to do in a book, you know? Just put that in a book and people can read that, you know? So I got yeah, one more. Sorry, go ahead, Robert. <laughs> I got uh, yeah, one like he, Okay, sure. And then, like, yeah, White Scott, he was... Uh, doing a, a lot of uh, stuff for careers through this uh, hoof and cycle. Uh, he uh, got a TV ad uh, shut down by General Motors, who's played like, why have a biker deliver what you can deliver yourself? 
and uh, he was uh, pushing for justice for uh, Darcy Allen Shepard, who was killed on Bloor Street in 2009. Uh, yeah, yeah oh, charges were done just a few months later. And unfortunately, um, yeah, he died before uh, a justice could ever be uh, given. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that, Darcy, in the next interview. I'm going to sign off here, okay. and I'll, I'll create another meeting, and we'll talk right after. But I want to talk about Darcy with you about that. Okay, so I'll sign off here, and I'll be back in about okay. five minutes there.